What's good, Manny? What's up, fellas? So I, I have a question for you about the whole, like, you know, the Kings next whatever move that is, whether it be in free agency or trade. Like, I was thinking about it last night, and I'm like, as much as everyone's always like, got to find someone for the starting lineup, right, the next star, or whatever it is, what about, what do you think about, people are opposed to putting more in lineup, right, because it leaves that gap for the the second unit and who runs it. But what if you do put Monk in that starting lineup and then you go and try to get one or two other pieces that they're not necessarily going to be Monk, but they are great bench players, right? Like guys that can run that unit, guys that can do – no one's going to be Monk, but can become close to that or in that level so that you can slide them. And and who knows what Monk's going to do in the offseason, right, with whether he wants to be a starter, all that other nonsense. But – it kind of does like that kind of washes that part away where he gets the starter minutes, which he gets anyway, but he's in the starting lineup and you don't lose anything off of the bench and start trying to like make that, that pop trade. You're kind of fortifying so that you can move him up mm-hmm. into that starting unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, good call there, Manny. Cause uh, you must've been sitting in the producers meeting earlier. <laughs> Cause Jesse brought something similar up. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand it. I got no interest in putting Monk in the starting lineup. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's obviously a question. And anytime Malik has a game like that, it's it's gonna it, especially when, uh, with all due respect to these two, uh, Chris Duarte and Kevin Herter did not hit a single shot last night. Mm. Uh, they were all of eight. I think Kevin Herter had two points. And again, not an indictment of Kevin. Like Kevin couldn't shoot. Kevin did some things that I think Malik wanted to kill him for. <laughs> but yo, Kevin Herter was out there. Mm-hmm. You saw it. I think he had seven rebounds in the game. Like he was, he was active, yep. and uh, even on those missed threes, turnovers, he was right back on the other end, like busting his ass. Uh, Duarte got in foul trouble, um, but there's this searching, searching, searching for a two guard. Meanwhile, you have Malik Monk uh, going for thirty-seven. Again, it's a question that's going to be asked all of the time, especially as that position continues to struggle. For the record, I am one hundred percent with you. Don't tinker with what Malik Monk is doing right now. Nah, man, leave, leave him there. Um, he finishes games. He played, That's he played, it. He played 46 minutes last night. Yeah, most uh, on the team. So I don't care if he doesn't play the first five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, – that's, that's just me. Uh, I think Mike sees it the same way. It's, a, it's the right role for him, and I think he'll – you know, he's fine. He's fine. Is he, is he being maximized right now? Is he getting enough minutes? I think he's. I think we looked it up before the show. He's fifth or fourth on the team in minutes right now. I think. Yeah, he's behind uh, De'Aaron, Domas, Keegan, and Harrison. I think he's fourth in shots taken. Fourth or fifth, like because I was watching that game yesterday, thinking. Um, I, th- I think I think he needs to be a guy where he's at least getting anywhere from like twelve to fifteen shots a game. Like he's one of those guys where like Malik needs to go out and get his, and then we'll work on that after that. Where's you had uh, some numbers on Malik that we wrote in here. When he takes, when he takes at least eleven shots in the game, he's averaging eighteen points and then six assists. Those are both above his um, league averages this year. Yeah, man, get him his looks. Maybe his, maybe maybe what we're really talking about isn't starting. He played. Maybe what we're talking about is thirty minutes a game. However, you get him that thirty minutes is fine. Maybe that's what we're talking about what? versus because he's already finishing games. What's what's he at right now? Twenty five. And there's, I think the I think everyone in front of him is at thirty, including Harrison. 
but we'll, I, I think Jesse's going to look that up to, to, to refresh us to make sure that he's right. Yeah. I want to check one quick thing on Malik because he did. <laughs> Malik entered the game in the first, he played the entire second quarter. Mm. So when Malik entered the game with seven minutes left, yeah. he never, in, in the first quarter, he never left. He played the entire second quarter. So he finished the first and played the entire second. And then, yeah, he's fifth on the team in minutes with 25 minutes per game. 25 minutes, yeah. So Fox, Sabonis, um, Keegan, Keegan, and Harrison. Harrison. Yep. Yeah, those only guys getting 30 minutes plus on this team. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's. Maybe that's what we're talking about. That's fine. It's not starting. It's, It's having a. Maybe that, maybe that call to the bench Mm -hmm. comes sooner. That's yeah, and and with that you 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 know he's getting his guaranteed twenty four minutes or whatever. But you play it by ear with that. You play it if he's you know uh, in a good groove. If Herder Duarte is doing some good things, maybe you you know don't have to play him thirty minutes. If he's carrying you like he was last night, he'll play forty six. You know you you can play it by ear. I just don't think you need to to start him. If De'Aaron was the guy last night and it wasn't Malik, let me let me let me give you the exact number so I don't have to make him up. Mm-hmm. If if De'Aaron was the guy and not Malik, mm-hmm. would Malik have played forty three minutes? Um, maybe just based, I'm, based on the way Herder and Duarte play. So going back to going back to my frustration with what happened against Charlotte. De'Aaron was, and, and again, rightfully so, De'Aaron was given every opportunity to play through his struggles. Mm-hmm. Domas absolutely was not struggling, but the, the turnover started in bottom late. He was, give, he, he was given every opportunity to stay on the floor. I think what I was saying after the Charlotte game, and I think what should be cemented here, is Malik is one of those guys who you let play through it. Absolutely. He's going to find De'Aaron stunk last night, but hit the go-ahead basket. Mm-hmm. You needed one, one. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron gave it to you. I think Malik is capable of that. I think, he's, yeah, he's on he, the same level. He's he's and and I know I I know how we feel about Keegan. I know how extra. I, I think that's one thing we've probably ignored a little bit. How great Keegan was yesterday, but to me, Malik is one of those guys who, if Malik is. Five of twenty-one mm-hmm. in the final sixty seconds of a game, and he winds up with the ball in his hands. Perfectly okay with that. Yep, he can get you the one. Yep, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. percent And he's the third man. Is the point? Oh, what is he oh doing? It's not Keegan. Keegan Murray. M- M- Malik Monk just dropped the leg on Keegan Murray. He's 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 the third man. Right now, and I'm I'm okay with, and that's Malik. That's that's Keegan's role mm-hmm. when he's ready for it. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's Malik's. Mm. And Keegan, well, Keegan, like we said, phenomenal. Twenty eight last big night. baskets. Twenty eight and twelve big baskets. You talk about uh, responding. Mm-hmm. Some of the things we talked about. I mean, I I was a little frustrated with Keegan last night, yesterday, mm-hmm. and he balled out, balled out in some big time shots. 
Let's get Shy the Man in here real quick. 916-909-1320. Shy the Man. What's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on with y'all fellas? We good, man. How you doing, dog? I'm good. Thanks, man. I, um, I, I know we're, we're good with Malik Monk being that sixth man, but how, how, do you, how do y'all think he feels about it? Like, do y'all think some of that uh, interaction with his coach and kind of just what he's been doing lately, a little bit of the antics, might be him wanting that starting role? I don't think so, because I think that's been addressed before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I, if, if memory serves, and th- th- I'm absolutely not quoting, it's like, well, you know, what's the, what's the difference? Like, you hear your name called, but, mm-hmm. we, like, I'm playing, I'm finishing, I'm contributing. Right. Like, again, with Malik, you don't have to – I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of guys who can say stuff and you can kind of roll your eyes at. You're getting player talk. Mm-hmm. you Peyton Manning was a master of it. There might not be a professional athlete better at talking and saying absolutely nothing than Peyton Manning. And that's not Malik. Malik will tell you exactly how he feels. If Malik says, yo, that's our, that's my relationship with Mike. That's what we do. We go back and forth. We go at each other all the time. You can believe him. He's, he's, not, he's not trying to downplay a situation. He's going to tell you exactly what it is. I need Domas to stop smoking layups. I would have had a double-double if he had done that. That's Malik. Like, that's who he is. So if Malik says, if Malik says, I want to start, man, there's, there's, there's value in that. If Malik says, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about, you know, succeeding in my role on this team. There's validity in that. There's value in that because he ain't going to BS you. Yeah. He never has. I agree 100%. We'll come back. Uh, There is a lot more to talk about, including uh, Dalvin Cook Mm. headed to a team that's already very, very good. Mm. Uh, We'll talk about that. We'll salute the San Francisco 49ers. And, of course, we'll talk a lot more Sacramento Kings as well. Our man Matt George is going to join us uh, in about an hour. Phone lines remain open for you. It's dealing with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Kenny and his skinny pop. Inciting one uh, shatty house member at a time. What's the what's what's my man's name? Um, Is it Brandon? Yeah, Brandon told me to stop, so I'm gonna stop eating Skinny Pop forever because Brandon said to stop. Well, he was like a mad parent, like stop with that already. <laughs> Once again, well, well, that was aggressive. Wow, that needs to be a gift, Doctor yeah. David. Make that a yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah, dude. Do what you do. Our friend down <laughs> south is really good at making gifts, so if he's still watching, he was earlier, uh, help us out. Uh, 916-909-1320, unrelated to your Sacramento Kings. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, is headed to the Baltimore Ravens. Ah, I kind of wanted the Niners to get him. Oh, I didn't Tom really sho- need him. Shocked by that. But I was like, ah. You really, you really do want to buy the Super Bowl. You've been, you've been pretty, yeah. pretty clear with that. Absolutely. Do everything you can. Dalvin Cook released by the Jets and was free to sign with anybody, you know, go make a playoff run and sign with the Ravens. Ravens, Ravens, what do you take in that the 49ers are still the favorites in Vegas to win the Super Bowl? Because a lot of people are like the Ravens are clearly the best team in football after what they did to the 49ers and the Miami Dolphins. If we – uh, we're done with power rankings for the season, but they would be number one in my power rankings. Oh, we probably should have done those. Um, let's they didn't see. change much. It's Ravens, Niners, 
Cowboys. Dolphins, Bills. I don't even know. Sorry, I'm just looking at the last two minute report. No, they got they got a lot going on for the for the Kings. No, it's, it's they all say correct calls, correct non calls, correct. They have a. Uh, I'm just running through all the, the, the correct calls. The correct call, uh, incorrect call. What's this? Um, Queen and Monk meet at the same spot and briefly engage in marginal contact off the ball. This was a personal foul called on Malik. I don't even remember that, that play. Was, yeah, I thought that was with uh, Suggs. Don't mind me, just watching the video live here on the radio. Don't I don't even know what play. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, they uh, oh shoot, I just lost the last two minute report. Yeah, they said that was the wrong call. Yeah, Monk kind of sold that one. Which one was it? Well, on the screen. Uh, oh yeah, he kind yeah. of he, he kind of did the whole the whole thing like yeah, that. Yeah, it's about time we it. get one of those. Now. Yeah, he kind of sold it. They they people be doing that a lot. I think it was in. Uh, Memphis. I was so upset in the Memphis game with like the officiating, Cause, and I, I remember oh. remember the sequence when like somebody just had a fingernail on Ja. He goes flying sideways, mm-hmm. and they give him the call. Mm-hmm. And then like five minutes later, Fox does the same thing. Gets pushed into the second row, and they don't give him nothing. Yeah. So Fox was like, he argued, nothing happened. He's like, well, I'm gonna take the next one in and definitely get a foul call. <laughs> Takes it in, gets smacked, no foul call. And I almost lost it. I almost lost it. We've learned you can't even be bleeding and get a foul call if you're a Sacramento King. Uh, I think that's the only one. Let's see. Sabonis initially establishes himself in box pass, but then he extends his his path as he attempts to avoid the oh the Demontis Sabonis uh, uh, foul. Um, they called that an incorrect call. Which one? Um, the screen. The or the it was an offensive foul. I'll give you the time marker. Um, I don't know why I didn't look at the time marker. I pulled up the video. Um, it's with one second left in overtime. Oh, he's saying he. Oh, they're saying on the um on the uh. Oh well, they're kind of right. Freeing up Malik on the three at the end of overtime that he missed. He got a oh, really, really okay. good look okay. that he set a screen that should have been an offensive foul. Oh, and yeah. watching it. NBA, <laughs> get out of here. They've never done that before. <laughs> like, uh, that illegal screen should have been called. They ain't never done that. I mean, the, the Warriors. Hey, from every Sacramento Kings fan out there, ah, well. Don't even worry about that. They also said the um, – they said the contact from Paolo to Trey was marginal. I was surprised they called that. Yeah, so was I. There's a couple incorrect calls in here. Well, looks like it. Looks like they all went our way though. So it's about damn time. Welcome to be. Welcome to being a young team, Orlando. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to our world. <laughs> welcome to our world, guys. Um, let's shout out the 49ers real quick before we get out. Uh, get oh, back man. to the Sacramento Kings. Uh, nine Pro Bowl selections for your San Francisco 49ers, including Brock Purdy, 
Mm. Uh, Brock Purdy, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Hargrave Warner, Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle. They're all headed to the Pro Bowl. Uh, you can pretty much just like etch Trent Williams and Kyle Juszczyk like in stone every, every time. year. Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk is probably, I don't know, 10 consecutive seasons is <laughs> full fullback uh, Pro Bowler. He's the only pro, uh, fullback in the league, it feels like. So, yeah, he's going to get that one. And he's damn good, too, at that. Even if there was like 32 fullbacks that got used – uh, he still might be the best. He's really good at what he does. But this this means a little something to me. Nice guy with beautiful dogs, too. Yeah. Post him on social media all yeah, the time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, this means something to me because this is the initial Pro Bowl roster. It's not, you know, people opted out or yeah. the Super Bowl guys aren't playing. So With all due respect, it's the real Pro Bowl roster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with all due respect sure. to the guys who are going to get named here in the, you know, in the, in the coming weeks. Yeah, that's that's the that's the real Pro Bowl. So yeah, it definitely definitely carries a little more weight. Um, did I, I was trying to make sure I saw it correctly, but Brandon Ayuk didn't make the Pro Bowl. Uh, pro I don't Bowl think roster. so. No, Brock, he wasn't Trent, when you had wide receiver Bosa, selections. Argrave, was Warner. Puka, um, AJ Brown, and CD Lamb. Don't say it, dude. Oh, go go ahead. Don't do go it. Go ahead. You gonna trash Puka again? You could do what Puka does. Go ahead. Puka didn't deserve it. Puka didn't deserve it. Say Puka didn't deserve it. I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it. Didn't he break some type of record? I think he got the Ricky receiving record, and he's close to the Ricky catches record, if not already. Brandon Ayuk, 1,000-yard receiver, and he averaged like 18 yards a catch. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what Puka do? He didn't do do that? I don't think so. CD Lamb? CD, CD a pro bowler. CD a pro bowler. I think those three guys had better years than Brandon Ayuk. Huh, you said both of them had a better years? All three of them, I'd Who's say. Who's the third one? A.J. Brown. Oh, A.J. Okay. Brown, the beast. Yeah. yeah, he's a monster. I don't know. I, let me see Let me see what Puka did. In, in all seriousness, I know Puka was, was killing. Like I said, he, he's breaking records. But I, I got to see what he did compared to uh, Brandon Ayuk. Let me see, Puka. Baltimore, 14, while you're looking at that. 45. Five, only five touchdowns. Uh, and he averaged 14 yards a catch, it looks like. Puka so not, had a not, hell of not a good season. enough. Oh, very nice. nicest thing you've ever said about Puka. That, well, first of all, I like Puka. Oh, okay. Good that's, ball. That's player. normally the kiss of death. Good ball player. When Kenny sure. Caraway says he likes someone, that's normally not good. Brandon Ayuk was 13, 17, 18 yards a catch, Man. seven touchdowns. And here's the funny thing about this. And and look, you can't can't put him on the Pro Bowl because of this, but. Um, Niners don't even pass the ball. Uh, well, that's that was the that was the story. Passed in the league in passing, passing attempts or passing percentage. I can't remember one of the two, but it's a team that does not pass the ball uh, like the rest of the league. And Brandon, you still found a way to get thirteen seventeen. And Debo, uh, he's not going to. Well, they're going to play. I think he's going to play, but I don't think he's going to get it. He's like 120 yards, 29, I think, officially, or 31. I think 129 yards away from being a 1,000-yard receiver himself. Hell of a season. There's a good chance he makes it. And there's a great chance he doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, hopefully none of those guys play. The the Niners, did did we talk about that on there where they – the first team in league history to have a four thousand yard 
We didn't talk about it. Uh, a 4,000-yard passer in four players with 1,000 scrimmage yards? Yeah. No, we didn't. I saw that Nick Wagner tweet. That was pretty amazing. Man. That's, this offense was everything uh, it was advertised to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was pretty um, – boisterous at the beginning of the season about how good I thought this offense would be. Damn it, they actually did it. It was a little bravado in there when I was speaking about it. I was like, these things really don't work out that way. I still don't think they average. They're, we could pull this up, but they're not going to average 30 points a game. That's what I said they were going to do in the preseason. Uh, It's probably, I had to guess, like 28. So we'll mark that off the guarantee list? (laughs) Yeah. that's To put an X on it, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Uh, yeah, I think they they're probably gonna be around twenty eight a game. Let me see. Ah, I don't know. It's a little harder than I thought to look for it. But uh man, this this offense is is the truth. Twenty nine point four. Miami averaging is gonna average thirty a game. And uh, how many players do you have left that aren't in the hospital? I don't know, dude. Like we're down so bad. So right you now. You make the you're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs no matter what. Basically, what it comes down to: if they win, they're the two seed. If they lose, they're the six seed and head to Kansas City. And oh. Buffalo potentially could be playing for the playoff life. Yeah, if they or could they be. could yeah. be in there. If yeah. the Steelers win and the Jags win and Buffalo loses, they're out. Is it Steelers Browns? Steelers Ravens. No Lamar this week. Oh, Steelers Ravens. Yeah. That's right. Jags That's right. are playing the Titans. How you how you feel about the game? They got a mountain to climb, honestly. Like they're a good team, but they got too many injuries right now. Buffalo's had their number. Last week was Miami, though. Yeah, but Miami collapses. Like that's just what they do. Like I'm so down bad. I saw this week they were wearing the white jerseys. They got good like record wearing the white jerseys. I'm so down bad. That gave me confidence. Like, oh maybe they can do it. I was watching highlights of two thousand eight when they beat the Jets in week seventeen. It's happened before. I don't know. Two two and Mike McDaniel gotta get it done. Mike McDaniel's been looking kind of funny. Like he's still a good coach, but some of his decisions, man. You're upset that he left guys in late? Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Like, that that's just not – I don't want to call it a season killer yet because obviously they still got to play because they'll be the two seat. But losing your top edge rusher because he was blew his knee out down 30 with three minutes left is ridiculous. So, how in, in that vein, I'll ask both of you guys this. and um, Contrary to people in the, the office, Jesse doesn't care about what's going on with the 49ers. <laughs> But I'll ask him anyway. <laughs> so Jair Brown, I don't know, bro. Like, ask Kenny. We have some very overzealous sports fans <laughs> in the building. So, sometimes, sometimes, like, that's all they talk to us about. It's like, hey, bro, get to know me as a person. Like, I'm more than the 49ers. <laughs> like, will you ask me something other than about De'Aaron Fox and the Sacramento Kings or the missed call last night? But uh, in the same vein, kind of, of Mike McDaniels leaving guys in too late, how do we feel about these players probably playing for the 49ers on Sunday? Like, Debo said he's playing. Fred Warner said he expects to play. Yeah, I'm fine with that because I don't think they're going to play more than the first half. I, they might not I play more even, than a couple drives. I, in football, I'm not messing with it. There, I, I completely understand. There could be a... Like just a this is I hope this doesn't sound as ridiculous as it sounds as I'm formulating in my head. These guys go through a lengthy process to get ready to play football. Just going through that process, getting taped up, getting out like a preseason game, and doing a series. 
if it winds up being a a, a ten play a touchdown for Sam Darnold and Brandon Ayuk, cool, awesome. You take them out. The process of the the process of playing, getting ready to play the football game, I think could sometimes be more valuable than the sixty minutes of playing the football game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, because I can't like a little bit of like three, kind of like three weeks off. Yeah. I do have a little bit of concern about that. Mm. But for some of these guys, one, this does not apply to Trent Williams. Right. I do not play Trent Williams on Sunday at all. I I, I'm fine that Brock Purdy's not playing. Yeah. But if there are guys out there, you know, again, it's football. Stuff, any, anyone can get got. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes guys, you know, receivers are in, like, as less dangerous positions as you could be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you go through everything normal and you're treating it as a normal game, I'm okay with that. I don't think they should play four quarters. Right. And I don't even know that they should play the entire first half. But if they want to go through the process, get out there and get some run, play the first series, if it's if it's a short series, maybe play the second one, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But if you have like two, three and outs, get everybody out because this team – this isn't a three and out team. Right. Get everyone out. They're kind of checked out. Just be ready for the next uh the next game. And the the uh the people that I don't want to say are most important because there's got like five or six guys. But like you said, I don't want Trent playing. Mm-mm. You already said Brock isn't Mm-mm. playing. You already said Christian McCaffrey's not playing. I said an I... age limit too. <laughs> like, wait, that. How old are you? <laughs> nope. You're sitting. I would I, I wouldn't play Warner or Greenlaw and I wouldn't play Traverius Ward. Sorry. W- one more thing cuz cuz this is my fault because I mentioned it. We've glossed over the fact Trent Williams is probably the greatest player at his position in history. Mm. Like he may, he just he doesn't like he's 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 a pro bowler. He's probably going to be an all-pro. I probably there's no probably about it. He's going to be an all-pro again. He's if he's not the greatest at his position ever, he's one of the greatest at his position ever. No, I'm interested because, I mean, look, I can't. Nobody's concerned about – I'm going to tell you I know all the great left tackles of all time. But yeah, he, I can't imagine somebody being better. Was Orlando Pace? Oh, Orlando Pace is that dude. But was he a left tackle? I think he was. Joe Thomas for the Browns was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Joe Thomas is a legend. Jonathan Ogden. What about – that's Baltimore, right? Yeah. Jonathan Ogden. Okay. Will, Willie Rofe. I remember him. I'm going to look this up I before I make it. Anthony Munoz. That's the one everybody oh, talks Oh, Anthony about. Munoz. Yeah. But I'm going to – I think Trent is better Trent's than all these there. guys. I'm going to – no, Jonathan Ogden. I want to look this up before I make a ass out of myself. Make a smart-ass remark. It's going to feel... ta- take me too long. Yep, it's taking me too long. Oh, I was wrong. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't say it out loud. I thought Jonathan Hawking went to a different school. <laughs> what school? Jason Ross is a big Jonathan Ogden guy. Uh, yeah, Orlando Pace was a left tackle, I think. Now, I know where Orlando Pace went to school. Orlando Pace. I, that was like one of the first linemen that I remember yeah, being me hyped too. like that. Yeah, like, me too. It was like, y'all, me this too. Dude. Yeah, Joe, Joe Thomas is up there. Mm-hmm. Joe Thomas is up there, but I'd put Trent Williams. You, you, you named Anthony Munoz. I'd put I put I would put Trent Williams' name on on that list and debate with anyone. So this that Trent Williams is the best at his. This position. This random website I went to says the top six 
left tackles of all time. Jonathan Ogden, number one. Anthony Munoz. Walter Jones. This, this conversation is about to get way out of control. Cause I'm gonna, <laughs> Jim Parker, Joe Thomas, and Orlando Pace. So I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Great, great, great post football look for Joe Thomas. Uh, Anthony Munoz. Who was the other one? Oh, Orlando Pace. Mm-hmm. Orlando Pace. My apologies. I understand this is my fault. The rabbit hole. We're down it. And now I'm going to look. Uh, Orlando, let's start with Orlando Pace, Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. three-time uh, All-Pro first team, two-time All-Pro second team, uh, seven-time Pro Bowler. Mm. Joe Thomas, a six-team, six, six first teams, six first-team All-Pros, two second-team All-Pros, mm. ten Pro Bowl selections for Joe Thomas. And I could be wrong. I think Joe Thomas's Pro Bowl selections are his entire career. Mm. Anthony Munoz. This was the one that gets everybody's attention. Uh, NFL Man of the Year. Nine first-team All-Pros. Yeah, that might be the best. Two second-team All-Pros. 11 Pro Bowl seasons. Trent Williams. Trent don't match up. I'm looking at Trent right now. He don't match up. Two first-team All-Pros. One second team All Pro, eleven Pro Bowls. Mm. Okay, Anthony Munoz wins. Yeah, we, we got a pocket watchers here somewhere. Uh oh, oh. Norm is calling for it. Oh boy! Wait a minute. Oh, whose pocket? Wait, wait, wait. Whose pocket are we watching? Trent. 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 Trent since he's a subject. Yeah, Trent. Oh boy. Ooh-wee. Oh, this could be. All right, now I'm currently two games under 500. No, oh, you're, you're like five not. or six. You're like you had a five. bad week before you're Christmas. Like, no, you had a bad Christmas week. I think week. you lost to Will Z once, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that, that was, to Will Z. That was, I didn't that was to... an unsanctioned match. Oh, okay. That was one of them uh, the Logan Paul. Live. It was one of them Logan Paul fights. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, so I'll, I'll change my phrasing. One of the greatest left tackles yes. in history. 13 years for the former number four mm. overall pick. Went to good old JR's favorite school, Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. The 2010 NFL Draft. 14 seasons completed now. The most money. This always gets difficult with the NFL, so give me a minute. Take your time. Take your time so we can get it right. Okay. The most money. This is is a huge segment on this show. A huge segment. You want to tell everyone who you're talking to? No? Okay. One of our esteemed sales guys. In 2021, Trent Williams received a signing bonus of $30 million from the San Francisco 49ers, putting his total salary for the 2021 season... At thirty-two point three. Oh, it's back! Million. Oh snap! Hold on, hold on! I didn't even listen to what's going on. That music is back! Oh my god! Season four of D-Lo and Casey's gonna be fire. (laughs) Thirty-two point three million dollars is the most his highest year. Fourteen completed NFL seasons. Got three on the books. We'll focus on the fourteen because you never know how that money materializes. 14 seasons for one of the greatest left tackles in history, Trent Williams. 
Kenny, you're nine games under 500, so oh, you go first. That. I am nowhere near nine. It's like five. It's not, it's, I'm not even around five. Around it's around like three up. max. It's not three. Three max. It's not three. It's like five or six. I'm going to say this is this is tough, but I'm going to say $89 million for Trent Williams. $89 million. $89 for the three-time All-Pro, the 11-time Pro Bowler, 14 seasons, Trent Williams. This one's tough, though. This one's tough because I I'm not big on the offensive lineman market, so this one's tough. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rookie guess right there. <laughs> Left tackles get paid big. 30. Rookie guess right there. But he only got paid big once. 30. But, yeah, you accumulate. Jesse? I'm gonna go. Um, let's go. Ninety-five million. Oh, so you only went six million more. I'm just trying to undercut you and get this dub. <laughs> this is how you play pot. Did I get it wrong? He's making a face like I got it wrong. Your strategy worked. Oh come on. However, come I, on. I would like to point out. I wanted to go hundred, but you both should be ashamed of yourself. $168.7 million for the great Trent Mel Williams. Boy, Trent is rich. $168.7 million. Oh, man. This, do, should we start over for the 2024 season? Jesse won 2023. Yeah, I, I got a new season. I got a new book from Kimberly, so now I can, I'm keeping track of everything. Pocket watching. Keep track of the championships, too. Somebody wants to sponsor that. Well, I have to repeat it then. The the belts, the yeah, the, the belts. titles. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so hold on though. I got all sorts of sound effects <laughs> over here. Speaking of the belts, I went we're gonna ham to, over this break. Speaking Not of change. the belts, we're gonna have to switch those up. Oh, oh we oh, gotta switch we? the belts. I'm pretty sure. I got Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's. Oh. I think I had Brock Purdy too. We can. I'm putting mine oh. on Lamar right now. Like okay. that's that's you it has to be Lamar. I think I'm putting it on Lamar, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Brock. You can get it back, though, when you win the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson also a multi-time um, belt champion. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the greats. One of the greats. Hey, are, it's like uh, you guys tell me because I'm a little off with the NFL stuff. Left tackles get paid the most outside of quarterbacks? Because uh, 160, what you say, 167, that seems like – an awful it doesn't feel like a lot of football players get close to something like that um he he's had he's had a couple of deals probably edge rushers maybe are up there edge rushers true you're right you're right yeah Bosa just got 130 right yeah yeah i'm trying so to find his I, I thought there was a spot somewhere where i could just see all of his contracts in their totality but i can't oh well we don't know if you read the right thing this this uh, match is under protest. Oh, no, he, no, 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 relax, no, no. Mark Cuban. No, calm down. I'm talking <laughs> the play about play was fine. We didn't make the mistake. The the five years. So five years, sixty eight. Let's see the guarantee. I can't. I can't find it. Oh, the guaranteed was thirty. Yeah, con- the NFL contracts are too difficult to read that way. Yeah, yeah one hundred twenty eight. This one shouldn't even count, to be honest. No, the the money's accurate. You were just wrong, <laughs> like very, very wrong. And now we have an official million, notebook. It's almost a hundred million dollars off. All the right. boy's getting paid. Jesse's uh, Jesse's up one zero 
uh, in the 2024 pocket watch season. With That's all right. I tanked last effects. year so I can get the the number one pick. Boy. Now I'm about to turn up. I drafted you, Bryce Young. You even <laughs> lost to Jesse and Will, like you or uh, James and Will. Well, you once again, you that, was an unsa- that was that was an exhibition. You're awful. Like at this. like Floyd versus uh, Logan, like you said. It was an exhibition that did not we'll come back. We'll pocket watch Matt George in about 30 minutes. He's going to join us. We'll talk more Kings basketball here on Sacramento it's a big Sports segment, Leader. Man. Big segment. ESPN 1320. Man, I can't believe some measly facts blew up my Trent Williams best at his position argument. Man, that lasted like four did, minutes. Why did we have to go in depth? Why did we have to go see Anthony Munoz's stat line? <laughs> well, you can say and he's Joe one Thomas. of the best, though. Oh, he's definitely one of the best, yeah. I'd, he's probably. I think he probably rank him over Orlando Pace. His um accolades, good argument. His, uh, above Ogden. No. Did I, I, don't, I don't. I didn't look up Jonathan Ogden's numbers. Did you? Uh, or not I, his numbers. His. his I did. Uh, I, I, he has more All Pros, but I think it's only like four. Trent Williams' accolades don't match his talent. That's a good point. That's a great point. Like you know, he kind of just point, transcends yeah. that or whatever. Yeah. Ogden was four and five second teams. Mm, That's a total told, of nine. I told. And eleven Pro Bowls. How did yeah like how did Trent Damn. how does he not have like at least five or six? I don't know. Joe Thomas took him from him, so he should be second. <laughs> they have Walter Jones in here too. Walter Jones. Uh, I, I don't got to be honest. I don't know. I don't. He's like a recent guy too, like two thousand five something. What? I don't know. Yeah. For who? I don't know. Jones, American football player, played for. Is that the Seahawks? Sounds about right. He's got four. Well, damn. Yeah, him as the top top six uh, left tackle. He um, went to Florida State for a year. He's got uh, four first teams, two second teams, nine Pro Bowls. Hmm. The thing with Trent, too, I could be wrong, but I don't know if like because you know how they would send him in motion and stuff like that to be like the lead blocker on runs. They were doing that a couple a few times last year with Trent. Like he's just yeah. athletic too. I don't know. How if those other guys were like that? Maybe I just watched Trent Williams too closely. I, I even watched so. him in like with Washington, the, with Washington. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was special. And he lost what a year off of his career. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Every um, Pro Bowl, every All Pro he made in uh, Washington should count as two. But I guess you could probably say the same for Joe Thomas. True. Joe Thomas might have been oh, on the Washington, 16 team. Washington was good. They made the playoffs. Yeah, it's still owned by Dan Snyder. Yeah. Trent Williams um, beefed with Richard Sherman that one time. After, did, the uh, after the playoff game, after they lost, smacked up uh, Richard Sherman. don't like seeing that with my boy Uncle Sherman. Him and Trent Williams are really good friends now, by the way. Had there been any – because I told you all I don't, I don't follow. So shoot, I really don't. Had there been any, any um, Tyrese broke – Giannis tweets or articles or think pieces or podcasts. Pacers beat the Bucks for like the 19th time this year. Damn. Like you you don't get the ball. You can't beat the Pacers, you don't get the ball. Damn. Four and one. We barely even got to January. Mm-mm. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, Pacers beat the Bucks. Again. It, it wasn't close. Oh, I gotta I gotta two times. I gotta I gotta I gotta Give you Giannis's post game quote. Re, yeah, bring that up because we'll, we'll talk about that. But real quick, I didn't know this until like this morning. What, Jesse, what the hell happened with Tyreek Hill's house? Oh, it caught on fire yesterday. One of his kids was playing with a lighter. They said the, the oh. fish was set. They're playing with the lighter, so it burned. I don't. I don't want to wow. get in trouble because we can't leave this up very long. But I just I have to put this on the screen. 
I guess it was on this day where Jay Leno <laughs> beat, beat the hell out of Hulk Hogan at Roll Wild. He's just got him in an arm lock. But And, and can I point out, I'm going to hit the pause button so hopefully we don't get in trouble. You know why they did this? No. Like if you watch this scene unfold, you really, really this one right here. He gets him in an arm lock and he's holding it and Hogan's like, like he's, 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 he's flailing and doing the whole thing. Look at all the photographers around. Mm. Mm. That's the picture that hit every newspaper that hit Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment yeah. Weekly and, and People was that picture of Jay Leno with Hulk Hogan in a whatever that is. <laughs> I've never seen this before. You've never oh, seen yeah, this? I did not know this existed. You didn't know Jay Leno uh, beat up Hulk Hogan at a WCW pay-per-view? Yeah. Hey, I, and I know you know about this, but WCW, they did they did have Malone versus Rodman. After the finals. After the finals. Yeah. That, that's kind of sick. And Rodman was pretty good. Oh, and Costas was so salty about it. <laughs> oh, what is he not salty about? He was so salty about it because those two were playing in each other playing each other. And I remember they they got into a little Yeah, where they kept falling. Yeah. <laughs> tripping each other up. Well, these two are involved in a ridiculous, <laughs> phony <laughs> wrestling pay-per-view. I don't like Costas at all. Bro, you were supposed to be a part of WrestleMania 7. Shut up. (laughs) Shut the hell up. In fact, there's video of you on early Saturday night's main event. Stop it. Gus is always just too good and too smart for everybody. I watched some early Saturday night main events over our break. How were they? They were bad, but listening to- the whole matches? Well, the matches back then were like four minutes. It feels like they were longer. Well, some like on primetime, they're like 20 minutes. On on Saturday night's main event, they're like four or five minutes. But listening to Vince, and then from there, notwithstanding, and then from like listen, like Vince was, Vince would hate himself as a commentator. He was so bad, so so. The roll up will do, and now he kicked out. He let him know he did. He doesn't even like finish the call too when Shawn Michaels beats Brett at WrestleMania. He says one. Two, and then he just makes like, and like, rah, like he doesn't even say three. He just makes a noise. He doesn't say three at all. It's annoying. I just love how, one, two, he got him. No, he didn't. That's the classic. He got him. No, no, no. And it's such a great, like, dichotomy with Jesse Ventura, because Jesse would be like, McMahon, what the hell is Elizabeth doing out here? Well, she's the greatest, most bravest little manager in the whole wide world, Jesse. Oh my god! I would hate. I would hate eighties wrestling as an adult. Oh my god! I hate it so much. I remember uh, when um, Owen had the the parents throwing the towel, and Vince tried to act like he was just like it was. He was hurt. Me mm-hmm. and my cousin would laugh hysterically to say he's like, it's just one of those moments where it's just a disgusting display. I mean, that's your own brother. How could you? I just. I can't believe what we just saw here. This is disturbing. So distraught. So distraught. What was it like trying to navigate through um, WWE Network on Peacock? Not fun. (laughs) Not fun. I haven't done that in a while. It's not good. It is such a pain. Because it doesn't say, hey, go back and watch, you know, Saturday Night's Main Event from 1985. It says, go back to watch season two. The hell is season two? They absolutely massacred that The hell does that mean? Go back and watch season 16 of Raw. And I'm like, wait a minute. It started. Okay, now I got to count. Like one, two, three. What is this? You know, you you see it. They put 
the season, like the current season. I don't think I'm like season ninety three. So yeah. it's got to be, it's got to be thirty something. Yeah, I think I want to say oh, it's probably, it probably was twenty nine, and it's probably thirty now. Yeah. Have they had raw the raw thirty event? Like it was January ninety three. I think it started. I think it started weeks before the Royal Rumble at Arco Arena, mm. where. Yokozuna. Macho it Man. Was a wedding? Macho, no, no, no. No. He proposed. Uh, Macho Man proposed to Elizabeth at the old Arco Arena yeah. uh, for a TV taping. But the Royal Rumble, that's when Macho Man jumps off the top rope, elbows Yokozuna, and then tries to pin him in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but they're right by the rope. So it's kind of like this half ass pin where Macho Man is sort of on his feet. And Yokozuna pushes up, and Macho jumps over the top rope, <laughs> and that's how Yokozuna wins. Amazing. That's ridiculous. Amazing. Uh, let's check in with Giannis Antetokounmpo and his thoughts following the Milwaukee Bucks' fourth loss to the Indiana Pacers. You you have that, uh, and you think about it. Now when you go back home, and you sleep, and you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and uh, work out, you think about it. You know, when you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. <laughs> you know, um, but at the end of the day, it's good because now it gives us time to fix things. So what's funny about this clip to me is you can see him start you to formulate the thought and, in his uh, head because he starts to smile. <laughs> like like you, know? you can see him. Like he's starting, he knows he's about to get a joke off. Like he's no, he knows he's about to get a soundbite off, and he starts to smile. You're about to get freaky at night. You think about it. And there's the delivery. Because he does the, a smile, and then he comes back. Yeah. Right, let me get a straight face. Yeah. And then boom, let me deliver yep. the line. He knew. Giannis, he knew. Giannis is always. Um, he always, not always, but often he's. Always, I guess it's, you could say it's inappropriate, although it's his wife. But like she'll post a photo on her Instagram. No, he's with us. He plays in. He's he's in the sophomore class. He's with us. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he wouldn't egg plants in the comments. <laughs> you imagine Giannis throwing a flag in a post game press conference? Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Shout I love Giannis. Giannis. I, that was funny though. I hope you. Giannis is not thinking about Buddy Heald when he's going home. And <laughs> I read that before I saw it, and it was it was funny when I when I read it. I just love that he he just I just love that he he thought of it. He knew he had it. He's like, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get this sound off right here. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this joke off. They're gonna love it. This is gonna make the rounds. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. <laughs> I see that. That might have to make the soundboard right there. That might. I don't know when we'll use it, but that might have to make the soundboard. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. Oh, there you go. And he's trying not to laugh after that too. He just know he got. He's one. like, he got, I got one. I got, I got one. Um, but it's good. But at the end of the day, it's good. It's good because now it gives us time to fix things. Yep, there you go. <laughs> you guys feel any way about the Bucks? ESPN was talking about if they lowered their championship ceiling with the damn trade. Uh, no, I no. See, that was always an overreaction. They weren't gonna win nothing with what they had. They they were done. They were cooked with what they had. They had to go do something. Cooked? Like they no were, chance. They weren't winning no championship with what they had. That, Who that were they losing to? Boston? Boston, Philly. You're sure about Philly? Yeah, without Dame, yeah. I mean, maybe the front office knew it too by following Bud, right? 
Mm-hmm. Well, they've been trying to fire Bud like. Yeah, for That's true. He's been is Giannis kinda... a coach killer? <laughs> He's not a very uh, good one. I'm just kidding. Giannis, what are Giannis's coaches? Jason Kidd fired. Right call. Once well, he might be right, well, just like well, LeBron. Well, <laughs> and then it was Mike, right? Mike was Bootnose the only other one. Mike, but then he he did some stuff. They had, this, they had Joe Prunty in there for a bit. I think he was an Who? interim coach. Joe Prunty. Oh. He did some oh, stuff. Oh, after kid, I think so. They said he had some weird energy this year. Who? Giannis. He has some LeBron like energy. Oh, this year. What, what with Adrian yeah. uh, Griffin? Griffin? Yeah. Bobby Portis, check Adrian Griffin. So Bobby well, Portis, yeah, might yeah. Be Bo- a Bobby coach Portis, too. Bobby Portis is like, don't worry, don't worry, Giannis, I got this. <laughs> Le- all LeBron really needs is an enforcer. That's <laughs> what he needs. He needs. Report wasn't Giannis got him. It was like, yeah, Bobby Portis almost kicked um, Adrian Griffin's ass yesterday in the locker room. Who was the? Was it? Was it the GM in Phoenix? Who was with LeBron everywhere? Uh, he went James to like Jones? eight finals. Was it yeah. James, James Jones? Jones. Yeah, James he went Jones. to like eight finals with LeBron James. That was always LeBron James has been to eight straight finals, and so is James Jones. <laughs> James Jones. He needs James Jones to be with him in Los Angeles, so James could just stay. James should have been taking the heat the whole time. That's it. <laughs> Report from Sham Sharani. James Jones text checks David Blatt. <laughs> David Blatt's forty-one and two, mm-hmm. or something like that. You listen to that man out of there. But like you said, he wasn't the only one. 